Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, <laughs> for Tuesday, July 24th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can be like other people who we'll talk about today and go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, and post a link or something you're thinking about that you'd like for us to discuss. This week, we will be talking about problems with the CVS, and maybe you should go to Rite Aid, uh, and <laughs> the new Israel, according to a new law that they just passed. But first, uh, I saw this article on the Washington Post and thought I would share. Basically, it's something that we know. Uh, more than half of white evangelicals say that America's declining white population is a negative thing. We've discussed how evangelical Christians and white nationalisms kind of intertwine. We've brought that up several times, I think. Yeah. But uh, according to the latest polls, more than half, 52% of white evangelical Protestants say that the majority of the U.S. population being non-white will be a negative development. I find it interesting because they're very concerned about this, but uh, according to census projections... The white majority won't be, uh, the majority won't go away until 2045. The, hmm. They're projecting 49.9%. Uh, it will be where it'll drop to by 2045. So you're, they're still in the majority for quite a while to go, but apparently it's something we need to freak about <laughs> right now. <laughs> this they'll jump on early. Climate change, forget it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, by 2045, most of New Jersey will be gone, so, you yeah. know. And wow. to be clear, at that time, they're projecting Latinos to be 25% of the population, Black Americans 13% of the population, Asian 8%, and multiracial 4%. So it's not like, even at that point, white evangelicals will still be the largest group, or maybe not evangelicals, but white Whites. Americans mm -hmm. will still be the largest group, it's just not the supermajority, so... In any case. I mean, it, the inherent racism in that is stunning. Amazing, yeah. yeah. I am also struck by the number of multiracial people, only 4%. But what do they consider multiracial? Because... Blasian. Well, I mean, a significant number of people are already multiracial. I mean, do you have to be... I don't, I don't know what, what... What is qualified as multiracial? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I think the number is a lot higher than that, depending on your definition. I'm shocked that there's that many Latinos over black people. Yeah, that's according to census projections. Hmm. Based on number of children. I mean, um, Latinos tend to be more uh, Catholic, who tend to have more children. <laughs> so they're more prolific. They are more pro <laughs> prolific. It's, you know, it's just a tendency. It's not uh, absolute, but... Yeah. Well, since Catholicism is completely against birth control, that kind of leads you there. Right. Uh, along with the white nationalists, I wanted to mention Jason Kessler. He is trying to get uh, Charlottesville March number two. Mm -hmm. He was suing the Charlottesville to, in order to, because they turned down his application to have another march. I wonder why. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apparently he, uh, he withdrew his suit today. So I don't know what changed, but it looks like we will not have another Charlottesville march. Thank goodness. And I had no idea that, oh, by the way, this is the guy that uh, stood up in front and, of everyone and was talking about how uh, how Antifa went against their march and caused all the problems and it wasn't them. And then he got chased away from the mic into the bushes and, and like, scurried away through the, the, the <laughs> bushes and stuff. I don't know if you remember that I don't from remember last that at year, all, but, but it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was pretty good. It was pretty fun to watch. Although the press watched him the whole way, is you know a tear rolled down his face. It was pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> and you pretty you had one older guy who was like, "We're going to defend our town from Nazis, no matter how they they come about." So uh, it was it was fun. <laughs> so moving on, I wanted to uh, uh, follow up for the Johnson Amendment that we've talked about several times. Right. Johnson Amendment that says that if you are a nonprofit organization, you cannot back a specific political party or a, anyone in politics, or you can be fined by the IRS. They are um, well, moving forward. Not, yes? not fine. You lose your tax-free status. Right. You could, right. The IRS can... Tax you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not a fine. It's right. 
actual levying of taxes. They're, they're moving to completely get rid of that, removing all of the funding for the IRS. Any funding that the IRS gets to do that, to, to go after these, uh, these organizations, they're removing that funding in a bill that is supposed to be, I think this is the fiscal year 2019 uh, appropriations bill. They are stating that none of the funds made available by this act may be used by the IRS to deny tax exemption under the 501A uh, revenue code. So uh, it's uh, it's but, still moving on. But only with respect to an, a church, an integrated auxiliary of a church, or a convention or association of churches for participating in or intervening in any political campaign on behalf of blah, 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 blah. blah. So it's only right. churches. So yeah. if you run a nonprofit and you back somebody political, the IRS can still come after you unless you're a church. Right. If you're a church, then they can't do anything. How do they justify that, though? Like, what is their reasoning saying? Like, There isn't. It's just buried on page. They're just like, we're just going to do this, and we're not even going to give you a, a, a right. bullshit reason. Right. It's, yeah. on, it's on page 166 of the bill, so they were just banking on nobody finding it. Well, I'm fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's clearly just self-serving. And they also recently passed... Don't I think it's somewhere in this article, but they just recently passed something that said that if uh, you don't have to declare donations that are giving to the, the same organizations, so they don't have to declare who is who they're getting money from, they can endorse whoever they want, and they don't have to be taxed in any way. Yeah. It's just complete furthering of the exact opposite of what the Johnson Amendment was made to do, so... So they are still moving forward with that. I'm sure that somehow this is part of the the blitz work, although I don't necessarily see any direct correlation. I'm sure it's the same group. Oh, probably, yeah. I'm wondering if there's ever going to be a day that I'm going to hit a cap on how much I hate Donald Trump. <laughs> mm. Like, it just con continues to rise. Like, I just haven't hit that peak yet. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons to hate him. <laughs> and the, the people that are aiding and abetting him. Sometimes so I hate them more. Well, it's for pure selfish reasons, right? The yeah. only reason that most of the, the Democratic Congress is supporting him is to so they get reelected. Joe Manchin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, party and self over country. Wow. To such a degree that it is astonishing and revolting. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to mention this. This is something that I didn't even know was still on the books, but apparently it's on the books in a lot of different states. There's an article on Vice News about the gay panic defense. <laughs> I didn't know that this was actually a like something that was on the books. But in every state except three, if you are charged with murder, you can claim that you were in a uh, gay or trans panic defense to try to lessen the sentence that you're given. So you can say, well, you know, he was gay and that frightened me and that caused me to overreact and, you know, kill him. Wow. This is actually a legal defense and in 47 states. when was this put states. in the books? 1756? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Well, but it, you, you're still guilty, but the punishment is lesser? I guess it probably depends on the state, by the sound of it, but you're not innocent because of it, I'm assuming. No. No. Okay. It just lessens the sentence. Huh. So there are, two, there are two Democrats in Massachusetts who are trying to change this. They are... I'm trying to see exactly who they are. I, I, I Can I stop I you right there? The very sure. fact that you had to say they're trying to stop this. Like there's <laughs> right. people stopping them from stopping this. Like right. makes me so angry. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Fine. You, you have a law in the books from the, the 1700s. Fine. We had laws about you have to hold a lantern in front of you when you walk down the street. We can get rid of those laws, but there are people that are arguing against getting rid of these laws. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I do, I, I do note that Pennsylvania has already introduced legislation in its state, state Senate to get rid of this defense. That's, yeah. State's APA. going down the tubes. <laughs> so, but as far as I know, they're the only two states that have introduced anything. Well, California, Illinois, Rhode Island have already outlawed the defense. Um, right. Those are the three. Right. Pennsylvania, Massachusetts are working on it, but the rest is quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard I've heard the term gay panic previously. But I thought it was like a, a a social a social term, like somebody who is uh, completely homophobic. They are in a gay panic and they're you know speaking out. Or I didn't know that it was a actual defense in in law, like 
that you could say, yeah, I killed him, but hey, take it easy on me because I was in a gay panic. Mm. <laughs> right. I'm not an adult. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> in 2008, they have an example that uh, a, a kid shot and killed his 15-year-old classmate because he would wear makeup and high heels at their school. And uh, he regularly vowed to get a gun and shoot him and apparently used this defense. And as a result, he accepted a plea in exchange for 21 years in prison. I just, I find it amazing that this is a, a in any way, a defense. Mm. The other case, um, 2016, that they stated was interesting. Man beat a transgendered woman to death in 2016 and received just 12 years in prison for manslaughter after claiming the discovery that she was transgender launched him into a blind fury. I wonder how he discovered that she was transgendered. Not that I'm excusing it, obviously, but it's an, an interesting case. Yeah, to get 12 years in prison for manslaughter when, yeah. in reality, that should be a hate crime. It should be. It's like the opposite of hate crime. <laughs> Gay panic, the opposite of hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> Can't they just pull out, like, a few psychologists and be like, no, this isn't a thing? I would think so. I would think yeah. that this should be easy to do. Yeah. I don't like clowns, but I don't punch one every time I see one. <laughs> do you think about it, though? Do you think? Yeah, I, think I do. <laughs> like, I'd really like to fucking kill that clown. <laughs> mm. Wow. So moving on to uh, some listener comments that I mentioned uh, mm. previously. Uh, on the Facebook page, Dustin posted this article, and he, uh, I, th- I don't know if he tagged you, but Ian, he mentioned you specifically. <laughs> That you might be interested in uh, an article about marijuana and how it contains alien DNA from outside our solar system. NASA confirms. What? I will. I'll have to explore this article. This seems <laughs> inherently suspicious. Well, you should be. Okay. The article is actually about how people don't really read anything anymore. They just look at headlines and uh, they repost headlines and that's... 90% of what you see on the Facebook pages is things that nobody has read. They just like the title and they repost it. Um, <laughs> that's what this article is about. The fact that nobody actually reads anything and they just go with their gut on headlines. And I, I brought it up because we, we were talking about it just before we, we started recording. Karen and I were. And it's, it's relevant. Like, yeah. I see this sort of thing all the time on the Facebook page where somebody posts something and then you, you take a look at it and then you go to comment on it and you can't have a discussion about it because it becomes clear very quickly that the person never read anything about what they just posted about. Ray, is this your subtle way of telling me to stop allowing these things and read them before I approve them? Because <laughs> I honestly, when someone puts something to the Facebook page and a little thing pops up and says, so-and-so needs an approval to post this to profane argument, I just go, sure, go ahead. And I don't well. read the article. <laughs> Sometimes Look, I read the article. For, for the most well, part, that, any, for the most part, anybody that wants to post something on there can. We can have a discussion about it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. No, this is in no way try, me trying to say that. <laughs> no. Because I I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that it in and of itself it's an example of what it's preaching. So. Yeah. First of all, I would never trust a website called the Science News Reporter. <laughs> that is a little vague. <laughs> We do science. And we report on it. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's only alien DNA and one thing on this planet, and it's me, because I have that RH negative blood, which is all alien <laughs> shit. So, Ian, I you should that... smoke me. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little blood in a, in a vaporizer. <laughs> I don't know. The, the science news reporter, they have another article. Saying Neil deGrasse Tyson says, the more I look at the universe, the more I'm convinced there's no God. So <laughs> that's an interesting article. I don't know. Have you read it yet? <laughs> I'm skimming it briefly now. Nice. <laughs> well, he, he's he been kind of wandering on the edge of atheism. He just doesn't do it really in public. So Yeah, he is he is clearly an atheist in, in every way, except that he is not vocal about it because of the stigma around saying you're an atheist. Right. He, there's no reason that he needs that associated with his work every day. I don't know. In that Cosmos show, he pretty nails it home a couple times. Yeah, yeah. But without saying, I am an atheist, without saying the words, it's interesting. Well, yeah, he doesn't, but he he does one thing where he's he's like, wouldn't a person, wouldn't you think someone was dumb if they lived like a million light years away and they thought they were the only beings in the universe and everything was created for them? Wouldn't you call those people morons? <laughs> 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 I'm paraphrasing, of course. 
So another article that was posted on the Facebook page, uh, this from Joe. Yeah, that Joe. What Joe? If you listen to any of the other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network, then you, you know who Joe is. Oh, that At Joe. At least tangentially. Yeah, that Joe. I, don't, I still don't know who Joe is, but that's okay. <laughs> I didn't think he listened to this show. Oh, yeah, he comments when you go crazy on me. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he does at least some of the time. Um, so uh, this is an article on the ACLU's uh, webpage. It was, it's about a transgender woman who was finally able to get a prescription for hormone therapy, went to their local CVS. This was the CVS thing that I referenced earlier mm-hmm. and handed over the prescription, three prescriptions to the doctor. And then the doctor did not, or the, I'm sorry, the pharmacist did refused to fill one of the prescriptions needed. Well, worse than that asked her loudly in front of the other customers why she needed it, why it had been prescribed to her, trying to humiliate her. Yeah. To which her answer should have been, none of your fucking business. <laughs> right. Yeah, unfortunately, this being the first time that she was trying to get the drugs, she was embarrassed and, and thought, you know, this is really between me and my doctor. Why is he doing this? And instead was just like, yeah, can I get my prescription back? so that I could get it filled somewhere else. And he declined. He wouldn't give the prescription back. He wouldn't fill the prescription. She ended up going back to the doctor, who then called the pharmacist, had the exact same result. The pharmacist wouldn't explain why, but would refuse to to fill it. And yeah, she she had to go someplace else, which the other place, Walgreens, uh, filled the prescription no problem. But the fact that uh, that she had to go through this, and I mean, it's clearly discrimination. Oh, yeah. He... He knows what the drug is for. I mean, especially in combination with the other stuff. And so he decided to just call her out. And he did it in front of an audience. He did it with other people around. I mean, what a complete violation of how a doctor-patient relationship is supposed to be. And what does CVS say about this? Do they comment? Well, it took a little time, but eventually, uh, my understanding is that that pharmacist lost their job. As he should. They, that they were fired from CVS. So... Although this started out, in my mind, as an anti-CVS thing, they <laughs> did finally take the right move. Were, were there any warning signs from this guy, though? It was just the last measure? This is the one that made it to the newspaper? Yeah, or, possibly. You know, I don't know. There's no, I, I didn't see anything else about this guy, but... Yeah. Just just on a side note for people, like, Walmart will take call-ins for prescriptions, and then you just go buy it. You don't have to talk to the pharmacist. Mm. So that's a one way around that. He's mm. going to Walmart, though. <laughs> I know. They are the meanest fucks behind that counter. I don't know what it is, but uh, I do like the fact that I could just call in a prescription and just go pick it up and not have to deal with the pharmacist. The, the place drives me crazy. I don't go in there that often. And when I do, I'm it's enormous. Nothing. It, I should not be able to buy bananas and tires in the same building. And a gun. And a gun. It's just bizarre. You know, but there is something nice that each Walmart is exactly the fucking same. So whether you go to one here or California, you know exactly where to go. I don't, though. That's the problem. I don't go in them often enough. And then I'm wandering around for hours going, help me. And nobody does. Because they're all horribly underpaid. <laughs> Which is another reason That's actually I don't not like Walmart. true. Walmart bumped up uh, all their associates to like 10 bucks an hour or something like that. Yeah, but did they cut their hours to 32 hours so they don't have to give them health care? No, they were already doing that. So. Right. <laughs> It's just another example of the big corporation really getting as much as they can out of their employees. Right. I mean, the Walton family has more money than they need for the next 500 lifetimes. Why do they need more? Can they just pay people a decent wage? Well, it's like Bezos is the same problem. He's now the richest man on earth. And I, I don't know how much of these stories coming out about, you know, the suffering of, p- of people that are working in the warehouses is just GOP propaganda because Trump has got a hard on for Bezos. But... I, it doesn't seem right. You should be able to work a full-time job and be able to afford to live. And in this country, you can't right now. Yeah. Nobody's arguing to do that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the next article on CVS. CVS has also been sued for deceiving consumers. They're being sued by the Center for Inquiry. And the reason they're being sued is because of their selling and, and propagating the myth behind homeopathy. They are selling homeopathic medicine at CVS, and CVS is fighting it. CVS is saying that there's nothing wrong with what they're doing, that they offer certain homeopathic products in compliance with federal law and applicable regulations set forth by 
the FDA, so there's no basis for the lawsuit. But Center for Inquiry is suing them because selling a product at a CVS, it's at mm-hmm. a pharmacy. You go into a pharmacy to buy things that can help you. And when you buy sugar pills and pills that are just made with water and nothing, you are then slowing down the person's possible Healing. recovery. Right. And wasting their money. Yeah. That's true. I mean, a CVS is a place where you go to get actual medicine, whether it's, you know, behind the counter or in front of the counter, Advil and such. Well, you go to a doctor. For, for the- sure. But... I mean, the, you know, if you if you if you're lining up the homeopathic medication, air quotes, sorry, can't say me, uh, medication <laughs> alongside the Advil, you're making it look like it might actually work. Well, is there? I would hope that they have a homeopathic section to not just put this right next to actual, you know, eye drops and shit like that. I don't know. I mean, listen, if they're not breaking the law, they're not breaking the law. Is it a shitty thing to do? Yes. Mm. But I hope most people would be smart enough because as much as we just talked about not talking to the pharmacist, you can grab anything off that rack and take it up to the pharmacist and ask them questions about it. And they have to answer you, I right. believe. By the way, that's where you get the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> huh. One of their arguments in their lawsuit is that several homeopathic products have been found to contain poisonous ingredients, which have affected tens of thousands of adults and children in the last few years. There are several stories about, because it's the the whole idea of, of uh, dilution, but in some cases, they're actually not diluting enough, and they're starting out with a poisonous substance. So you can go in and buy a homeopathic product to, you know, help cure your cancer and uh, come out with a failed liver because you took a poisonous pill. Sure. Huh. Center for Inquiries argument, the argument isn't that they're illegal. It's about how they're marketing and selling the products. Right. I mean, selling sugar pills, it's not illegal. But if you're telling people that it will help, that is illegal. Shouldn't they go after the company, though, the selling this shit? Like the company that, that makes it? They're usually very careful to say may help and has been known to help, not will help. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I know we're not there yet, but that immediately flashes me to like everything our president t- tweets. This is unbelievable. Possibly illegal. Is it? <laughs> possibly? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's possibly illegal. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to misdirect anybody. Hmm. Well, it's faith-based medication. Donald Trump, the homeopathic president. (laughs) (laughs) Full of promise and bluster and delivers nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we we completely get off on Trump, uh, let me go through the rest of these, uh, the state news stuff, the things that have come up in in my religious updates. Well, and this actually wasn't religious. Sorry, we still have one uh, listener comment in San Diego. Uh, the San Diego, what is it? NBCSanDiego.com. Um, there is an article and uh, has a video on it that explains the uh, attempt to split the state, California, into three states. Yeah, that no. got that got way closer than I expected it to happen. But apparently, a judge or the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court, has blocked the vote this year on splitting the state into three states. This is a good thing. I think. But tell me why you said yeah, Ian. <laughs> um, because I think that, again, I feel like this suggestion is my is like a microcosm for my suggestion for the entire country. The country is too large to appropriately govern or manage in any uh, realistic way where uh, the appropriate number of people are being represented by the decisions that are being made. So I feel like if... If they could manage it in California and become, you know, uh, Northern California, Southern California, and California, then um, that's hope for my vision of the future. Mm. Also, wouldn't we pick up like four new senators? <laughs> no, no, I don't think we would. We would lose. We would be in the whole four senators, I believe. Only one of the, of the three resulting states would lean blue. Oh, oh no, really? I, 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 yeah. I meant actual senators. Like, we would st- there'd still be more senators, correct? Yes, there would be four additional senators, but they would be right. Republicans. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, who's proposing this, this split? The Republicans? Tim Draper spent more than $1.7 million on the initiative to do that. I don't have the details in front of me on who Tim Draper is. Uh, he is a venture capitalist. Well, if he's got $1.6 to spend on this, <laughs> mm. probably a Republican. Probably. 
Yeah, I'm not actually sure who who he is or what his background is. Do you think we would lose Southern California in your estimation, Karen? I think we would. And why? I think I th- there are a lot of um, conservatives in the away from the coast in California. You get away from the coast and it's very conservative. There's just a lot of people on the coast. Right. Well, it's all coast and it's being divided, you know, laterally. Like Southern California would – the state of Southern California would consist of Los Angeles, San Diego – and everything there along the Mexican border. I didn't, regular uh, I, I didn't California think that was would the case. Be, yeah, regular California. Yes, it's being split into three those three chunks. Southern, Central, and Northern were the divisions that I saw. There were, the California would be San Francisco Bay Area and everything in the – and I believe Sacramento. And then everything north of Sacramento would be uh, Northern California. Well, we definitely lose Northern California, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I get it. I thought most of the large city complexes on the on the coast were all part of a I don't know it kind of looks like the Gaza Strip of California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it makes two v- large Republican sparsely populated Californias and one densely populated liberal California. Oh, that's very possible. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to revisit the map that they had proposed. I mean, I I think that it is ridiculous that North Dakota gets the same amount of representation that California does in the Senate. I would agree with you there that that is crazy, but I don't know that this is a good thing. I mean, it's gerrymandering, functionally. Oh, yeah, this guy's a venture capitalist, and he's been working on this for years. Yeah. Total conservative. Well, I'm glad it didn't happen then. No, I do agree. I think the equal representation argument still stands, and we need to find a way to deal with that. But this particular gerrymandered methodology is not the way to deal with it Hmm. i think if you split it you know um on three horizontal on two horizontal lines it might work you'd get a more equal representation yeah but the way that it is is you know you're you're just packing all liberals into one little state damn dirty pedophiles (laughs) whoa All right, uh, more state news. This one was quick. Delaware is becoming the next state to ban gay conversion therapy. Yay. With For all people or just minors? Uh, for minors. Minors, okay. You can't really ban it for adults. Adults can do whatever uh, they want. Sure. That's I, true. I, I would like to see it banned for all, but I'll, I'll, I'll accept minors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, the gay conversion therapy for minors is where you're doing your most psychological damage. True. I think you're perpetuating damage on adults by doing conversion therapy to adults, but they have more um, self-determination, so. Right. Adults the are minor... allowed to join cults. Yeah. <laughs> Minors don't get a choice, so, right. yeah. It's Agreed. way worse. So, hooray for Delaware. Hmm? Scott Wagner, here in Pennsylvania, he is a Republican trying to unseat Tom Wolf for governor this November. <laughs> uh, there's an article on the Friendly Atheist. That details uh, a woman who had asked him a question. She had asked that you've said that climate change is a result of people's body heat (laughs) and are refusing to take action on the issue. Does this have anything to do with the $200,000 that you've taken from the fossil fuel industry? His response was, you're you're a young 18-year-old. You know you're, you're just young and naive and just completely disregarded her in every way. She's a voter now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch that video. That guy's a jackass. I did not watch the video. Just reading it, I think, is enough for me. I don't need to see that asshole. You know, just completely patronize her. Yeah, he was pretty yeah. condescending. Yeah. So, I think the moral of the story is: Hey, if you're in Pennsylvania, make sure that guy doesn't get anywhere. Yeah, don't let that guy become governor, please. Yeah, please. I Scott think- Wagner may not be the worst, but he's the worst in this race. <laughs> sure. I think Wolf has been generally popular. I mean, there's the the forty four percent of Trump supporters. I'm sure they'll never vote for him, but the rest of the world will. So, or at least our little world of Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's made some bad choices um, mm. in my mind, but uh, again, that's not going to cause me to vote against him or to no. not vote for him. Hey, look, man, he raised cigarettes on me quite a bit. You should but not quit. I know that we were left <laughs> with a staggering debt when uh, who was the president or president? Who was our governor before? <laughs> Um, yeah. What the hell is his name? Uh, I'm trying to think of his name because he was not Rendell. He was the uh, leftovers after Rendell got. (laughs) Corbett? Was it? Yeah, that That sounds sounds right. right. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, he left us with quite a big hefty debt. Yes. So. Right. Maybe you should quit. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't say I, I didn't hate it. Well, for that, I was like, well, yeah, you got to pay for that shit somehow. Might as well hit us idiots who are smoking. <laughs> that and allow more gambling. Yeah, so baby. To, to follow <laughs> to follow up on this Scott Wagner thing, some of the things he said amaze me. He he said, "quote I haven't been in science class in a long time, but the Earth moves closer to the sun every year. You know the rotation of the Earth. We're moving closer to the sun. We have more people. You know humans have warm bodies. So is that heat coming off? Things are changing, but I think we are, as a society, doing the best we can." Wow. Yeah, John Oliver ripped into him on his show. Oh, did he? I missed. Oh, that. yeah, he brought it. up the whole sun thing. He goes, "Yeah, you fucking idiot!" And then it moves away from the sun, and it's called an <laughs> orbit. <laughs> yeah. To be clear. The Earth overall is not getting perpetually closer to the sun. <laughs> nope. The moon is, however, moving away from us. That mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> Maybe that's the cause of global warming. But we have no idea how that'll affect us. We have no idea how tides work. They come in, they come out. Nobody knows why. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, anyway, vote against Scott Wagner. Okay. Wasn't really a, a question before, but okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, one of the things that I mentioned at the uh, at the top of the show, uh, Israel, they have put forth a new law that declares the country a nation state of the Jewish people. So, okay, the Jewish people need a nation. It, I mean, was that 47, 1947? We decided that Israel was going to be the, the new location of the Jewish people. So why is this bad? Well, <laughs> uh, it enshrines the the right uh, of the nation as a as being unique to the Jewish people. So, and that's a quote: "Unique to the Jewish people." So, it's completely excluding the Palestinians, the Arab people who are in the area. Uh, this is this is passed as a quote unquote basic law. I didn't understand what that meant, but apparently, it gives it the same weight as a constitutional amendment. Basic laws in Israel supersede the Declaration of Independence, and unlike regular laws, have never been overturned by uh, Israel's Supreme Court. In it, it also admit, completely omits any mention of democracy or equality. There's, those words don't exist in it. It promotes the development of Jewish communities, aiding people who would advance the, the land allocation policies, and it downgrades Arabic from, the, from being one of the official languages to a language with "quote unquote" special status, so this is definitely BB's uh, complete slam on Palestinians living in Israel and Christians too. Curiously enough, I mean, sure. so it's not aimed at them, but yeah, yeah, it's not not nearly as much. Although, yeah, they're not mentioned. Mm. Uh, it's it is specifically for for Jewish people. I wonder what percentage Jewish you have to be, Jared. Hopefully 75, because I was the whole time you read this, I'm like, what's the problem? (laughs) Yeah, this this is not a... I can't imagine that the Palestinians are taking this well. Mm -hmm. No. No. Uh, There were, once again, riots uh, the next day after after this was put in place. Uh, It did pass in their their parliament by a vote of 62 to 55. So... It was not that far off. There were two abstentions and one person actually absent from the vote. Hmm. Uh, So it was not like a landslide or anything, but it is not helping. It is not helping in any way. So there seems to be a general, I think we talked about it before, turn to the right in a lot of countries, in in Europe and America, obviously. Uh, Not a good thing, and it's worrisome for uh, world peace, honestly. Yeah, because it's completely, it's complete nationalism. Yeah. I mean, you have Erdogan, Putin has been, I mean, that's mm-hmm. not changing. No. But Erdogan, um, Assad in Syria is, nobody's trying to slow him down at this point. The, the nationalism is, that it's a dangerous thing. Speaking of which, did you, did you see that Trump mentioned Erdogan? Oh, dear. <laughs> and, and said that, yeah, he likes the way, you know, Erdogan's doing it the right way, and then gave him a fist bump. Yeah. So. What? <laughs> yeah. He's turning, you know, he's turning Turkey, he's getting rid of the, uh, the journalists, anyone who speaks out or has stories against him. He's jailed police officers who are trying to investigate him. Yeah, that's the right way to do it, and, and gave him a fist bump. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. 
That is not, scary as I don't think. <laughs> it is. We are not headed in a, in a good direction at the moment. I, I am somewhat comforted by the fact that this goes in waves, and we'll we'll, hmm. we'll we'll come back again. But how far do we go this turn? <laughs> yeah, pretty I just far. Wish there was people like who wanted to stop him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that, well, there's a lot of people that want to stop a lot of these strong men, but at least we at the moment have an opportunity to vote. A lot of yeah. these other places. I mean, people yeah. you know, quote air quote voted for Putin. <laughs> that that was not a, a free and open election, and it was not proper. And I think that I don't know if we're at that that stage in this country, but we don't stop it soon. We're gonna be. In the meantime, <laughs> a bit of good news. <laughs> oh my goodness! The Libertarian Party uh, now has a secular caucus, being led by an atheist state representative. <laughs> so if you are libertarian and an atheist, here's the group to back. There's not a whole lot of them, but. It's being led up by New Hampshire State Representative Brandon Finney. And I, I think it's a great move. I mean, we talked about the fact that the Democratic Secular Caucus started a little while back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that Libertarians are there are now, it is recognized at, uh, at their national convention. They actually mentioned the Secular Caucus at, at the Libertarian convention, which I, is yeah, the first I, party to do that. That's cool. I can get behind a lot of the liberta- libertarian ideals, but um, not, not, all, not, not all of them. <laughs> I, mean, I think the smaller government, stop spending all the monies. It, in general, those are things I can get behind. But Yeah, but a lot of libertarians take it way too far. I mean, even like you listen to Penn Jillette, who I like. You know, I mean, he's a fantastic comedian and magician, but and I like a lot of, of what he says, but... When he starts talking about um, the government coming and taking money by force at the point of a gun in order to build a library and how he's against that. When did that happen? <laughs> he, he's, he's referring to taxes. The fact that you have to pay taxes. And if you don't pay taxes, they come and arrest you. And those taxes, you know, go for stuff that you don't necessarily like. Yeah, it's called living in a society. Right. Like, so, yeah, that's, that's the part of the libertarianism I don't like. Like, I'm all right. for, like people not going to get arrested for victimless crimes and shit like that. Yeah. But when he's like, why do I have to pay for school? Why do I have to pay for a library? Why do I have to pay to fix the road? I would do that shit on my own if I wanted to. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Right. Yeah. (laughs) There there are some (laughs) basic things that should be part of living in a society. And I think healthcare should be one of them. Healthcare, roads, schools, which educate the population. There are some basic fundamentals that we should cover. I don't think you need to go as far as a a basic minimum wage and all that stuff. I think that's going too far. But there are some things that I think we can come to compromise that are necessary for the society and for people to not starve. (laughs) Ian, you're surprisingly quiet on this one. (laughs) Oh, no. It it seemed reasonable. I didn't think I needed uh, further for me to extrapolate it any further. Um, This is one of the things where I definitely agree with you guys. So I went easy on it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another thing that uh, you can get behind. Jared, I think you can really get behind this one. Humanist lawyers have launched a new group. It is a progressive version of the Federalist Society. Oh! They're calling themselves the Humanist Legal Society. So it is... I think it's specifically because of the Federalist Society. Um, So this is a group of secularists, of, of humanists who are forming a group of church-state separation, science-based evidence, civil rights, ethics, and government people. They're legal professionals, and they are forming a society based on those ethics. Hmm. I think this is a fantastic move, <laughs> and hopefully they get more and more people involved. Let's do the... Uh, let's. This is, a, this is a, a type of thing where you can actually fight back. Let's support people let's get people educated let's move them through and get them you know get them into this this group so that we can because the republicans are organized right the conservatives and their federal society they're very organized and it's difficult to fight that unless you get organized yourself so yeah do you have to be super rich to get into this or uh does i a can't super imagine rich <laughs> have to uh you know uh present me fight my case do we get Dakota rings? Do we meet in secret? <laughs> they well, they're a- already not secret, so... <laughs> no, this is never going to work. <laughs> they have a donate button. Well, that'll work. 
So the the humanist legal society will give humanist lawyers solidarity and resources uh, that will make a difference. And uh, I think it's great. I think that uh, groups like Center for Inquiry, the Freedom from Religion Foundation need to to get behind this as well. I think that this is a fantastic idea. Agreed. Hmm. I think it going to their website right now. (laughs) Takes some of the pressure off of the ACLU. Yeah, they, hopefully. They, they can't do all the work, so. Hmm. All right, so let's hit the Trump highlights from this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand. I see some of the people that I work with and what they're posting on Facebook, and I don't understand. I don't get it at all because they wanted Trump in so that he could drain the swamp, so that he could get rid of the elites, so that he could shake up the government. But he promised transparency. He promised to, to go in and, and change things up. But what he's doing is making everything secret he's keeping uh so now they're not giving oh what are they called the if they if he talks to a, another a leader of another nation the transcript of that conversation that's no longer going to be public what yeah they announced that today oh is that because the uh the democrats tried to get a hold of the uh tried to subpoena the transcription or the the translator in, in the helsinki probably yeah mm. seems likely um, he's going after security clearances of former heads of intelligence agencies. He's trying to his well his office at least. Uh, Sanders announced that they are going to be pulling uh, security clearances from people who have spoken out against the president. Yeah, that's fantastic. That doesn't sound <laughs> yeah. like something Erdogan would be doing. Oh yeah, I'm sure he got the idea from Erdogan or Putin. Yeah, and he's just allowed to do these things. Well, no, he hasn't done it yet, but apparently they're they're trying to to see if they can pull the security clearances from these people. Right. Uh, y- yes, he can, knowing that Congress will not stop him in any way. Exactly. Right. Well, he better get it right. done before November. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess my. I mean, obviously, it was. Uh, it's being done in the most overt and unscrupulous way. I was left wondering why X intelligence people had. Clearances for life uh, that made it blew my mind. It's a good question. His move mean <laughs> seemed totally unnecessary. Why would they keep clearance? Uh, their claim is that in the event that they would get called in to consult on a particular case, getting re cleared would be inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds legit. No, that's what that's. I, I was watching it uh, earlier today. That's what um, I don't suppose either of you have a convenient list of names of the people who he wants to take clearances from. Um, I don't. I know that Comey was on it. I know that um, um, Rice Clapper, was on it. Rice Clapper. That's what Clapper told me today. Okay. <laughs> when he was asked why he still had security clearance, I went, "Well, that's fine, but you should just not have security clearance, and then whatever particular case you're brought in on." Your clearance can be elevated for that particular case, and then you should go back to being a civilian. Well, I'm wondering what level of clearance they have, because there are many levels. Right. These people? Uh, top secret. CSI, or SCI, probably. Higher would, than Kushner? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> would, they, would they keep that level, or just drop down to the, the, you know, the base top security? Top whatever it is. I would it, imagine that they would keep it. Hmm. it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they... I mean, they're they're functioning as backups and consultants. It's kind of weird. I mean, they've already been entrusted and are known to be trustworthy. So right. I guess there's no reason to take it away from them. Huh. Interesting. And for someone who has served as, you know, I mean, you're talking about people who are heads of intelligence agencies. True. These people have gone through a lot of, a lot of scrutiny. Mm. And they're, um, yeah, watched all the time. So yeah, they have earned the right and the trust of their government. Except that they're now speaking against the leader, so they're it's being threatened. Hmm. Right, and what what Sanders said is they are politicizing their their uh, security clearance and the information that they have. So that in that case, it should be taken away, which but, is um, so hypocritical. It's well, and, right, and they're not using the information they have access to. They're just right. giving their personal opinion about the man who is in the in the White House. They're not abusing that trust. Right, I guess. If what she were saying were legitimate, then also on that list, if someone, say, like Michael Flynn, mm. were at a Trump rally shouting, lock her up, lock her up, and then 
used his security clearances and monetized it to be a uh, what are the, what do they call what do spies call themselves now? Advise informal advisors mm. for Russian agents. Then he should probably also have his security clearances removed. But that's probably not the case. Yeah, he's not on the list. No, I didn't think so. So no. one final thing on this before we get to the, the other locker up thing. Uh, Paul Ryan did uh, well. It seems to me like he was just trying to downplay it. He came out and said that Trump was just trolling people, that he doesn't have the power to do it, that it's part of the executive branch. Um, it or it's legislative. This is something that is in the purview of the executive branch, hmm. but that Trump was just trolling people. Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe that in any way. Hmm. The other person that I wanted to talk about who was doing the locker up thing, we took uh, sessions. Jeff Sessions, little weasel that he is. <laughs> he was uh, he was speaking to, what was it? He was speaking at some sort of school? Yeah, I don't even know who it was. Oh, it was but, some re- Republican in college group. And they started chanting, lock her up. And uh, he thought that was hilarious. He was giggling behind the podium and then said, yeah, lock her up. I heard that a lot during the uh, during the campaign and then just blew it off. Didn't didn't say anything else. Again, this is the Attorney General of the United States saying, <laughs> lock her up. Yeah, that's that's a fine. You can say that. <laughs> to someone who was investigated by the Republicans multiple times and nothing was ever found. Meanwhile, you have people on the, the team that he works for who have pled guilty, her in jail. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. But they showed a picture of him next to Trump. He is a teeny tiny person. I mean, Trump is, you know, he's tall and he's fat, but Sessions is petite. <laughs> I, every time, because just seeing him alone behind a podium, he looks, you know, like a regular dude. The two of them together is quite odd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last thing that I have about Trump was something that he tweeted earlier today that Ian reminded me of. Uh, the, the tweet that uh, Trump said that, yeah, maybe, you know, the, the Russians, he's, he's a little concerned about the Russian hacking because, uh, it, you know, that may benefit the Democrats come November. Because he's been harder on Russia than any other president. Yeah. Right. In history, they don't want Trump, those Russians. Mm-hmm. By the way, people believe this. People that I Why work with believe this. Why not smash cut to the uh, <laughs> audio of, of Putin going, yeah, I wanted Trump to win. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But you're right. People do believe it. I don't understand. I, I, that's the part I don't understand. The number that I don't understand, the 45%. Yeah. I can comprehend, slightly comprehend that 88% of Republicans support Trump right now. Self-avowed Republicans, right. Right. Self-identifying Republicans. 88%. That is astonishing. It is. But the 45% is what I don't get. I mean, mm. the 88% makes up a lot of that 45%. But overall, yeah. not just Republicans, over all voters... 45% have a positive view of Donald Trump. In general, approve of the job he's doing. Yeah. And it's still a shockingly, shockingly low number for this point in his uh, tenure. But Yeah, they keep saying that, that this is really, really low for where he's at in his, in his first term. But 45% is not shockingly low considering no. everything he's done. Yeah, agreed. It's the, the, I, don't, I still don't understand why people don't see what he is. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump did give me good news today, though. I don't think we've talked about this yet. What's that? Well, he said... He's uh, dying? No. He says... Oh. I'll, I'll read you his quote. Part of it, anyway. So sad and unfair that the FCC wouldn't approve the Sinclair broadcast merger with Tribune. FCC did not declined to allow it. Like, meh. So Sinclair will not be absorbing a whole bunch of new stations. Well, that is good news, but... It is good it's news. Not, <laughs> I, guess it, I guess it came from his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> If what you're implying. It came from came from, from his fat little fifth thumbs, yeah. I, and I didn't hear about it on the news. I heard about it from Trump. And I went, oh, that's good news. He called it disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if this will make any uh, any difference at all, but the tariffs that he has imposed apparently are completely destroying farmers. They also announced today that they are going to be giving a bailout <laughs> to farmers in the nation. Um, what was the total? It was like... It was billions. Nine billion, I think. Not, oh, I thought it was fifteen billion. Was it fifteen billion? Okay, it's somewhere in That's there. The- I was actually thinking twelve. So, hmm. <laughs> but billions of dollars to bail out farmers be- who are hurt by the tariffs that have been enacted. <laughs> so I'm glad those tariffs are paying off for us. Yeah, totally. 
Well, he tweeted at the end of the day today about how he wanted he's, the EU representatives are coming to the U.S. and he wants to talk to them about get rid, getting rid of all tariffs in between the U.S. and the EU. Just clear them all off the table. But, quote, they won't agree. <laughs> I don't understand. Completely shit on them when you're in a NATO meeting and then say, yeah, how about we just get a, get rid of all tariffs? I, I don't understand the, the logic behind... I, I mean, obviously, I don't think there is there much is logic behind his decision. No, he's he's doing um, a bully negotiating. You, you you go in all aggressive and you um, say that you want more than you actually want, so the compromise is actually actually you know actually where you want it to be. He's just doing it on the world stage, which is wildly inappropriate and ineffective and dangerous. Well, that's what Vlad told me to do. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm pretty sure this is stuff he learned in business. This is what he did as a businessman. <laughs> Look, there's nothing that Putin wants more than to destroy all our relationships. Yes. Yeah. So he's perfectly happy he's, to support these decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whether Trump's doing it on his own or under orders. <laughs> yeah. It works in his favor. So I like how Putin snubbed him today, though. He was all for the yeah. Let's uh, invite Putin to the White House. And yeah, today Putin said, yeah, maybe, not now, maybe sometime later. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I can't even believe he floated the fucking idea, though. Yeah, of course he did. For a guy who keeps claiming he's innocent, he's got an awful way of going about it. <laughs> well. Uh, and then, and then for, for Putin to be like, not now, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I especially love it because I bet it was Putin's idea. During yeah. the two-hour conversation, he probably brought it up. Yeah, well, you'll, you know, you should invite me to the White House. That'll really tear up the Democrats. And then um, when he does it, Putin's like, "Yeah, no, no, I'm busy." Just to just to rub it in a little bit. Yeah. Well, aren't they saying on Russia News that like like out in public, like, "Oh yeah, Trump's our bitch now." Yes. Yeah. They are. <laughs> well, even even in the um, the press conference, um, Putin dissed Trump. He said that uh, Trump was here with, you know, hundreds of other business people. I didn't even know he was here, much less, you know, record him doing a pee-pee tape. <laughs> and he, he literally, to Trump's face, said, I didn't even know you were in the country. You're that unimportant. <laughs> even though they had a meeting scheduled and, and Putin canceled it. Right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. specifically put him down. And Trump eats it up. And I, it's, I really, I can't wait to find out, assuming that we do someday find out what the backstory is to their relationship. I mean, I think in my mind, there's a possibility it is just that um, Trump wants to be one of his oligarchs. Because his oligarchs are very, very rich. And he just wants to be one of them. He wants to th benefit no, from that. I think it has to be more than that. Sure. The way that he acted during the Helsinki summit, that there has to be more than that. I mean, he d he acts so cowed around mm. him, around Putin. I I think he, Putin has to have something on him. I, I think Trump. I think Putin has, without even trying, he's got financial indiscretions going back for decades. Right, right, and that could be it, or it could be a videotape, or both, <laughs> or those two things I'm and gonna, eight more. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a. He is definitely looking and going, watching what is unfolding with Paul Manafort, and he says, "I'll be goddamned if that's going to be me. Mm. I will do anything not to end up like that schmuck." Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, the last thing that I have, Sean Spicer has put out a book ca <laughs> called The Briefing. Hmm. Don't go by that. There's no way. It's gonna, well, one, it's it's full of lies. Uh, apparently, he specifically lied about a refrigerator. Uh, there's a story on Vice News. Six people in the staff at the time have talked. Of, they were aides in the White House. They've talked about there's this little mini fridge that they often used. And uh, when Spicer came in, he was like, oh, yeah, I got to get that. And sent one of his aides to go take it from them. Hmm. That aide was rebuked and sent back away. But apparently one of them came in and saw Spicer in the middle of the night doing a, you know, midnight acquisition of the mini fridge. <laughs> dragging like the, the, the electrical cord dragging behind him, took the fridge from their office over to the West Wing to his office. And uh, these uh, apparently what what the quote is, is one of the aides said, most of us were like, fuck, yeah, this slight will not go unpunished. It was our little protest against a very bad man. We were like freedom <laughs> fighters. 
<laughs> so he That's actually awesome. put this in his book. I took a fridge. <laughs> and it said that he was falsely accused of taking a mini fridge from junior staffers. Why would they make that up? Right. Uh, well, I want to know, did they get the fridge back? No, no. <laughs> Apparently he purchased a larger fridge and the, the first one just disappeared. <laughs> Took it home with him and put it underneath his bar because it fit perfectly. It was mm. the exact fridge he needed. <laughs> and filled it with the tears of small children. <laughs> tears of liberals. <laughs> one of the stivers says it's very Sean-like to lie about something that he could have just let go, that he could have yeah. just ignored. Yeah, so don't buy his book. Steal it from somewhere. Well, don't phys- feel it physically steal it. Electronically steal it. Go to the library. It. Go to the library. <laughs> they let you borrow books. There you go. For free. <laughs> Stop buying books, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's irresponsible. <laughs> How many times are you going to read all, it? All that money that the government is taking from you at gunpoint <laughs> <laughs> is making these books free. Go rent them. <laughs> It's, it's such it's such a weird thing to lie about. I mean, why? I don't understand why. Oh, would the, really? <laughs> <laughs> After all the whoppers he told, what would no, stop no, no. him from lying about this? No, no, no. I'm saying, why would the staffers lie about it? So they're obviously telling telling the truth. They have no reason to lie. Sean Spicer stole a refrigerator. So obviously he did it. It doesn't make any sense for them to make up something so petty. Why would he do that? It's so bizarre. Lying about it now is just he can't go back. <laughs> He's, he's, he's already lied. There's no undoing that. It's so weird. I don't know. He got so used to lying. I think he's just a perpetual liar to begin with. Listen, Sean Trump Spicer was a piece of shit before he joined the Trump administration, so. <laughs> True. Do we know that? Where what, Do you have some information of what he did oh, before well, that? Well, no. Or? I used to watch him on, uh, on the news programs. He was a big surrogate for Trump. Mm. Okay. He was the Easter Bunny at the White House. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> He also didn't get to meet this. Here's the guy who got snubbed by Trump about meeting. Remember the whole thing about him meeting the Pope? <gasps> yes. Right. Yeah. Oh and my he god. Still backs this fucking guy. Yeah. That was so cruel. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I still don't feel sorry for him, but you no. were correct. <laughs> I mean, just the, the the picture in in you know in the news of him standing outside the room where the Pope was, knowing it was his only shot in life to meet the Pope, and the the guy who he adored and and, and followed was not letting him do it just out of spite. Oh, my God. Oh, so we haven't talked about Cohen. I don't know what's going on with Cohen, but Avenatti's been all excited the last couple of days. I think Cohen's about to break. Oh, he's got that fancy recording now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a news thing. Some news um, organization got a hold of one of the recordings, so that's going to be coming out tomorrow, probably. A hold of what? One of the recordings from Trump and Cohen. Oh, okay. Where they're talking, talking about Karen McDougal? Yep. So it's it's in the wild now. Now, is this a distraction put out by trump slash cohen i don't think that this is a distraction put out by trump trump would never i don't believe i could be wrong but i don't believe that trump would ever put out something that proves that he had an affair publicly i don't know that that's true because the whole pussy grabbing thing came out at a very newsworthy moment there was something else going on at the time and this and that completely eclipsed it true but I'm not talking about for political reasons. I, I mean, he, when he, the, like back when he was talking to Comey and encouraging him to, to drop the investigate, the Russia investigation, he basically, he, he said that one of his main reasons, and this is according to Comey, mm. uh, who I don't know why he would have any reason to lie about this. He said one of his main reasons was he did not want this, he did not want Melania to believe any of this. I think he still cares what Melania thinks. About his him and his indiscretions. I think it's more along the lines of his prenup makes him pay more if it's proved publicly oh, that, might, that he's had an affair. Money might be the sole reason that he cares. Sure. Mm. Could you imagine if he got a divorce while in office? <laughs> you think the evangelicals would drop him because of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they've overlooked everything else. That's not going to stop them. <laughs> yeah. If it was proved that um, he paid Karen McDougal to have an abortion of his baby. Nope. They've already said that as long as he's pushing their agenda, he doesn't. They don't care what he does. Yeah, their Christ that was in the be, past. Yeah, their Christ would be so proud of them. God bless Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else? Not I. I do not. Okie dokie. Uh, we've had a busy week, so I think that's going to be it. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media, or hey, go to iTunes and leave a review. The more stars, the better. 
Uh, if you want to contact us, go to facebook.com slash profane arg. You can leave anything you want to there or tweet us at profane arg. Please uh, also check out the other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Several entertaining shows that you can find on there to fill your commute or wherever you listen to podcasts. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.